name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Christ is risen. How beautiful all of us were gathered together today. Matter of fact, today, one of the minor feasts in our church, when our Lord God, through Christ, appeared to Thomas. As you know the story of Thomas, when the Lord God appeared to the disciple, and the disciple told Thomas about the resurrection of our Lord God, through Christ. He's a type of guy, basically, he said, look, I'm not going to believe until I have evidence. Once I have the evidence, I will believe in the Lord God. And during the 40 days, actually, you see that it's a very important time, actually, for our Lord God, Jesus Christ. And one of the beautiful uh, tradition our church that we go with the icon of the resurrection around here. And I heard the beautiful meditation said, when we go around with the icon of the resurrection, just basically our Lord God Jesus Christ revealing his resurrection to everyone. And you can touch it. And I love when the people touch the icon. You can touch the icon. He is risen. If you have any doubt, he's risen. But therefore, we go around to make sure that really our Lord God Jesus Christ, as he appeared to the disciple, he's appearing to each one of us to make sure that do not be unbeliever, but a believer. During the 40 days also of the, uh, uh, the our Lord God after the resurrection, which is, was a very crucial time and very crucial for our Lord God Jesus Christ not to go to heaven right away because he appeared to the disciple. Some of them, they were having fear. He removed the fear out of them. Some of them were struggling with doubt as Thomas, we're gonna talk about it today. He removed the doubt of them. Some of them actually was basically afraid to talk about anything and hiding. There is the, once the Lord appeared to them, give them power and strength and support. But today actually we're talking about, we call it Thomas Sunday or the doubtful the doubtful, restoring the doubtful. He restoring the doubtful person. And doubting actually is a struggle. All of us will struggle. None of us really cannot say, I overcome doubt. All of us will struggle with certain degree about doubting, doubting certain things actually. And I want to explain one thing. There's a difference between doubting and unbelief. Doubting is somebody, doubting is a lack of evidence. Once he show the evidence, the person become to believe he changed his mind. If I really like Thomas today, he had like a lack of, lack of evidence. He said, "Look, if I really able to see him and touch and put my hand and my and I see his see him, I will believe." For therefore, doubting actually different than unbelief. Doubting is somebody really doubting has struggled, but once he get the evidence, he will believe. Like Thomas today, but unbelief is a different. You can tell the person. Prove to him God, prove to him, give him all the evidence that you have, but still their heart is not really open to accept anything. For there's a difference between unbelief and doubting. For Thomas today was basically not, did not have any unbelief about our Lord Jesus Christ, but actually was doubting. I need the evidence. Once he showed me evidence, I will be able to become a believer and follow the Lord God. And basically, doubting, by the way, is one of the biggest struggle, as I mentioned, all of us who struggle with it. Some of us struggle with doubting God, and we see that very open, especially we live in a very open society with the internet. Some people can read a book or something about really uh, the, uh, 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 the existence of God, and basically that book, because they do not have a sound and solid foundation in their faith, it changes their opinion, it changes their mind. It makes like I call it the war of the mind when you start doubting. Doubting is a struggle, the war of the mind. I'm also doubting even our faith. Sometimes without our faith, without our dogma, 
Yani somebody somebody will say, is it really truly this is the body and the blood? You start doubting. For doubting, all of us can struggle with it. That's no problem. It's okay if you are doubting. But once you are, if you are doubting, make sure that be, I'm going to talk about how to overcome doubt. But if you are doubting, make sure that to follow, yani to read something good, to understand the right teaching first or the sound teaching before actually start uh, this doubting go. Doubting even friendship among themselves sometimes is one of the biggest struggle among friendship is basically doubting, people doubting. Even between the relationship, husband and wife, the relationship, is, if something happened, especially if, one, if a relationship is struggling with doubting, it kills the relationship, it destroys the relationship. But doubting actually is a big, big sickness. Sometimes it can actually destroy things, even your relationship with God, your relationship with others, and your relationship with even your spouse. For doubting, basically, it's a war. I call it the war of the mind and the war of the heart. Once you start to this doubt, you struggle, struggle with it so much here. And uh, as I mentioned, actually, in, uh, doubting can cause a lot of things, by the way. Unstability, one of the things that can doubt. Unstability, to become worried, so much worry. To become hesitant about a lot of things in life, yeah. even about your faith himself, you become hesitant. Doubting also, sometimes can lead you to lose your peace. You have doubt. Once you start struggling with the sin of doubt, you lose your peace. But doubting is a basically, it's like, uh, like the error muhlaka. Yani it's like an, an, an inner circuit that you cannot come to, out of it. Yani. But all of us, as I mentioned, there are great fathers in the, in the Bible, even in the father doubt. Yani Jeremiah himself struggled with doubt. And he said, why God, the evil people uh, uh, reveal, but where are you God? Start doubting God. But uh, as I mentioned, doubting is a lack of evidence. And great people, Elijah, doubt, Jonah himself, doubt, but doubting was a struggle with a lot of people. And if you go back to the first struggle, that the first sin that came to mankind with the nature of the sin is one thing only, is basically doubting. I'm going to take you to Genesis chapter 6, 3, and you will see how doubt actually played a big deal in the mind of Eve, that causing all this struggle, that we struggle with the incarnation. Now the servant was one, uh, was more cunning and then any piece of the, of the field which the Lord the God had made. And he said to the woman, he, uh, uh, the serpent said to the woman, has God indeed said to you, you sh uh, said, you shall not eat of every fruit, every tree of the garden. See that the question itself that the serpent is trying to put in the mind of Eve is basically about that. Is it really true? Is it really true God told you not to eat? Are you sure? And she started, the woman told her, look, you know what? We may eat the fruits of the tree of the garden, but the fruits of the tree of which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat, eat it, nor you shall actually touch it, lest you die. Then the woman, the serpent started putting doubt again. He said, are you sure? And she told her, by the way, if you eat from it, you will never die, you will surely not die. But if you noted the nature of even the first struggle, the first struggle of Eve is basically about one thing only, how doubting, doubting can destroy. And then Eve, the idea started playing for her in her mind. Really, maybe, maybe God is not right. Maybe I'm struggling. And that's what doubting starts. And that's happened to us sometimes, all of us. When you read a certain books, I was actually talking to one of the youth. He read a book basically about certain things about the evidence of God. 
And I actually, after I said with them, before you read this book here, you should actually start reading something real about the proof of God. This way you have a solid, strong foundation about your faith. So when anything comes to you about doubting God, you can be able to overcome that here. But that sometimes doubting can destroy our relationship with God. Doubting can destroy our relationship with others. Doubting can destroy a lot of things actually. And as you see here, here it destroyed the actual Eve itself and it started doubting God's goodness, it started doubting God's punishment, it started doubting God's word. And that's the struggle that all of us will sometimes will struggle with the doubting here. Just quickly, because this is not the talk, Yanni, to give a talk about doubting, it's a big topic, Yanni. But I'm going to tell you how to overcome doubting. That's a very important. Number one, if you notice, doubting came as a, in the likeness of a serpent. But the khayl kid al-wahaj, shuftay serpent, what's going to happen? You have to run away from it. But number one, actually learn to run away from anything that will help you to, to will doubt you. Even a certain books or a certain relationship, or even sometimes forgive me, certain friends do not will basically talk to you about doubting God. Run away from it. Consider this teaching or this doubting like a serpent. You have to run away. But number one, actually make sure that. Number two, you must be read or study or basically I call it the, the upright knowledge. You need an upright knowledge. You need the right knowledge in order for you to compare between what you're reading or what not you're reading. Because sometimes doubting, as I said, doubting is no problem. It's a lack of evidence. But sometimes doubting can lead you to, to, to become an unbeliever, to, to, to the, the second stage which is basically unbelief. And number three actually, which is a very important point, Doubting, how to overcome doubting by the word of God. We see that the same nature that the Satan came to, do, to basically to, to tempt uh, our beloved mother Eve, he came to our Lord God Jesus Christ during the temptation. And he started actually talking to him in a way to doubt God. He told him, is it true? Yeah, if you are the son of God, you can make these stones to become bread. If you are, okay. I'm just telling you, if you are. And actually, if you are the son of God, you can throw yourself. For you see the nature even of the temptation of Satan to our Lord God, Jesus Christ, was about one thing only, doubting. And the best way our Lord God, Jesus Christ, defeat doubting is one thing only, with the word of God. Whether you have just a kid, a simple three steps, make sure to run away from anything that takes you to lead you to doubting. Number two, actually, then the upright knowledge or the sound knowledge or the sound teaching, you make sure that you follow that. And number three, actually, to follow the word of God. Doubting, as I mentioned, it's a struggle. All of us will struggle with it. In our relationship with God, in our relationship with others, in our relationship with our friends, and even in our relationship with our spouse. In our relationship with them. Today, I have to talk about Thomas Sutter, except Thoma. And Thoma, as we know, was a check. And I told them that there is a difference هو شك لان كان عايز بس ايه عايز ايفيدنس عايز حد يثبت له وانس ان ثبت له كده مفيش مشكله خالص فكلنا ممكن نعاني من الشك مفيش مشكله تعلقتك مع ربنا ممكن تشك عماله تصلي الموضوع معين وربنا مش عايز ممكن تشك في اباء اباء في الكتاب المقدس كلهم بداوا يشكوا حتى داوود لما بيقول له الى متى رب تنساني فينك يا رب فده ان الواحد يبقى عنده الشك ولكن اهم شيء مش الشك ما يوصلش الانسان يبقى ايه عنده عدم الايمان. الشك انك انت ايه بتشك في شيء معين وانس ان الافيدنس ولا الاثباتات وصلت لك 
تقول له كده انا ايه رب وايه رب والهي وكنا بنتكلم عن الشك قضيه كبيره جدا جدا خطيه كلنا بنعرف فيها في الشك في ربنا الشك في الايمان الشك في العقيده الشك في الاصدقاء وسمتايمز سامحوني بيكون الشك بين الراجل وايه ومراته فالشك في علاقاتنا بيكون ايه والشك على فكره جحيم للفكر والقلب اكبر جحيم الانسان يعني اللي بيعاني باي شك يبقى جحيم عايش في حياه جحيم كلها جحيم ايه بسبب للقلق والاضطراب والتردد وفقدان السلام وسمتايمز الشك بيولد حاجه صعبه جدا جدا عدم ايه عدم الاستقرار النهارده عدم الاستقرار والشك هو دائره مغلقه واتكلمت معاهم ممكن يكون الانسان مننا حتى سامحوني يعني ده في ناس بيبقى عندهم امراض مرض اسمه مرض الشك مرض كده مريض مريض بمرض الشك نفسه يعني فلكن ايه ان ان اتكلمت كده بسرعه ازاي انك انت الواحد ينتصر على الشك واتكلمنا على ثلاث حاجات لما الحيه اول جت اول حاجه عملت لامنا حواء بدات تقول لها احقا قال لك رب بدات تشككها في مين؟ تشككها في كلام ربنا تشككها في عود ربنا تشككها في ايفن جادز بانشمنت وايه واللي هو ايه عقوبات ربنا بدات تشكك فاول شيء انك انت ايه حتى الشك جه على شيء على هيئه حيه فلما بتشوف حيه اول حاجه تعملها ايه؟ تهرب فاول شيء مكشور انك انت تتعلم اهرب من الشك ثاني شيء انك يكون عندك المعرفه السليمه المعرفه السليمه لو اي موضوع بيحاربك سواء في علاقتك مع ربنا علاقتك مع الاخرين علاقتك مع نفسك علاقتك مع اي حد تاني حتى علاقتك مع مراتك ولا حاجه خلي بالك يكون عندك معرفة سليمة. معرفة سليمة، ما تبقاش عدم المعرفة السليمة تقودك للشك والشك يولد ايه؟ يولد هتم بعد كده يعني. فالمعرفة السليمة مهمة جدا جدا والواحد يكون قلبه مفتوح ان هو ايه؟ مستعد لان النهارده ثامس كان عنده شك واول ما جاله ربنا وظهر له قال له تعالى المس ايدي والمس جنبي وخد المعرفة السليمة قال له يا رب انت ايه؟ رب واله وقلنا نمبر ثلاثة السيد المسيح نفسه حورب بالشك لما جاله على لما في التمتيشن بتاعته في التجربه وبدا يقول له حق يعني لو انت ابن الله بيحاربه بس حارب السيد المسيح الشك بحاجه واحده بس ايه؟ بكلمه ربنا لو انت عندك شك يبقى لازم تقرا ربنا فتكلمنا عن ثلاث حاجات الهروب ثاني شيء المعرفه السليمه والمعرفه الصح ثالث شيء اللي الواحد يكون عنده ايه؟ يكون عنده كلمه ربنا هي اللي بتقوده ما تخليش اي شيء يقودك ثاني غير ايه؟ كلمه ربنا ربنا يبعد عننا الشك ويبارك فيكم مي جاد بليس يو مي جاد فيل يور لايف وي جوين هابينس اي مي جاد تيك اواي اني كايند اوف داوت بات اف يو ار ستراجلينج وذ داوت سيكن ايفيدنس فروم ذا رايت بيرسون سيكن ايفيدنس فروم ذا رايت بوك اند جاد ويل جراند تو يو اند جلوري تو جاد